and the pot not soda. And now it's time for Brett, Brian, and oh damn, enjoy the show. So I just I just need to know, John, why does the UK force use into words that don't need use? How do you mean? Like color or favorite. Oh, use. I thought you meant like, like no. a use. No, no, you. <laughs> like the letter U. Like use guys. Why use did, guys. Why does, why does it appear in words that don't need it? Uh, it's British flair. I, why? We, so we have a, a lot of letters left over, so we just figure <laughs> sprinkle it throughout the You have the, the same amount of letters as we do here in the United States. <laughs> That's true. Um, I think it's the fact that we came up with English first, so... Uh, <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> they're doing it right. We're doing it wrong, Dan. No, we're the I, ones. It's, doing I wrong. disagree. I it's think it's French influence through our words, and then you just think, you know what? Why don't we just spell light L I T E and be done with it? Okay, first off, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you can't be talking about. It's getting hot slang. up in here. No, I just think you guys were losing at Scrabble, and you need to include more letters. Yeah, it's pretty brutal. Uh, I mean, Scrabble brilliant scene. though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. that used were two points, so you did it on a triple letter. Exactly. It's now six points. Yep. Yeah. Be strategic with it. <laughs> well, thank you all for joining us. <laughs> Uh, we have a special guest here today. We have our first international episode. I'm stoked about this. Yeah, we traded in Brian. Uh, he's not on the episode today. Yeah, and he actually was on this uh, podcast before. If you remember, we had a uh, In the Stadium parking lot yes. uh, episode. John popped on for about... R.I.P. Uh, Chargers. R.I.P. Chargers. That's, that's, that was the episode. The, yeah, that was about two years ago. But ladies and gentlemen, we have our Brit friend, John Hooper. Welcome, John. Welcome to me. Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah, Thanks, glad guys. to have you on, nice to be here. John, where again are you from in uh, the UK? It's complicated. I'm from a, a little small town just outside London called Swindon. Swindon? Um, mentioned on The Office and not for positive oh. reasons. Oh. <laughs> okay. I guess it's a bit like Barstow. Okay. Oh, no, okay. Actually, no, it's not as bad as Barstow. Okay. okay. If yeah, you okay. have any Barstow no, listeners. Nobody sorry, wants to go back to Barstow. <laughs> and uh, our Barstow listeners. Yeah, just take, the, yeah, yeah. The two of them. Yeah. As they were tending to their cows. Uh, so if you're just outside of London, then uh, what club do you root for? Uh, so I used to live in Bournemouth, so I like uh, Bournemouth. Okay. And I used to live in Southampton, so I, I like Southampton. So oh. I think you combine the two, you've probably got maybe a top six club. Although Bournemouth <laughs> are doing really well this <laughs> they season. Are. They they're are. They're doing very well. They are. And they they're, are. they're a small club yeah. compared to uh, Man United, Man City, yeah. and all everything else with Chelsea. Man in it. Chelsea are they ahead of my... Oh, Chelsea and Tottenham. Uh, yeah, are oh. they ahead of my Hotspurs yet? I oh, I everyone's ahead. Yeah. No, I don't. No, I think Tottenham's in fifth right now. Oh, well, Tottenham's having a terrible season. Tottenham, hey man. See, everyone comes to pop out. They're losing. Their, Tottenham's their, drawing. I mean, they're, they're lo- Tottenham's losing. Everybody else is drawing, and I think that that's what's hurting Tottenham right now. Chelsea or Man City, and you just keep winning. You know what, Dan? We'll talk about this later. <laughs> off everyone air. comes to pop out <laughs> for their their English Premier League, Todd. Yeah. Uh, but no, we've got a great episode uh, today. We are going to have a nice little interview with John later about the differences uh, between. American and British Thanksgiving. Because we found out, like, just recently that... I mean, I found out yeah, Brit- 10 minutes I mean, ago. Yeah, English people didn't... Uh, you didn't know that? I just thought it was Canada and us, man. Really? I don't know. Canada yeah. does it, though? Canada has Thanksgiving. I yeah, didn't yeah. know that. That's weird. That's more weird, that to weird to me than England celebrating it. But yeah, we're, we're going to be talking about Thanksgiving, the differences between English Thanksgiving and American Thanksgiving. Uh, we're also going to be talking about WWE in oh, Saudi Arabia. That was that quite a crap show, man. Shit show. For all the stuff that kind of happened came up and talked before that 
they still went with it, and yeah. we will cover, <laughs> I cover got a, that. I've yeah. got another unemployed movie review this week. I am reviewing Mid-90s, the yep. film written and directed by Jonah Hill. Which is getting great reviews, yeah. by the way. So you're going to want to stick around for that. Yeah. Uh, we're going to be talking sitcoms, uh, and primarily sitcoms we'd want to see from another character's perspective. Because there was news, there's recent news about... Yeah, AMC <laughs> is coming out with a sitcom. A, a show, I, I mean, to, it's AMC that's coming it's out? It's AMC. Oh, that's going to be good. I, I didn't know... Basically, this is all, is all coming out because Kevin can wait. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If you hate Kevin James, Dude, you're going to want to wait around. I don't know a single person. That, that's like meeting somebody from born in, born from Wyoming. I've never met somebody from there. I've never met somebody that watches Ke- the Kevin Neal. Sh- or I've actually was Kevin. born in Wyoming. Were you really? No. Uh, but the first yeah. thing I want to get into is this is, a, I think, a topic that's close to um, a lot of people's hearts, but I know specifically Brett is going to love this. I went to a show recently, a, a concert, at a, uh, a nice little small venue here in San Diego called the Observatory, and had, I, th- I think, a one in a million experience where I was behind the four worst people you can be at. Wait, the Trumps were at this concert? <laughs> <laughs> okay, four of the worst, not the four worst, okay. but four of the worst types of people uh, at this show. And, John, it was it was terrible because, you know, when you think of people who can affect your experience, the four of them all shut out the boxes. So, number one, the, which I think is uh, becoming a lot more common now, is uh, there was this one guy in front of me who was recording the entire show on his phone. Oh, so video recording. Yeah. Like, he, uh, how good was he? Terrible. Okay. Like, he was even seeing, like, swinging shots of, like, like the ceiling and the lights and like like I don't know with if he thought phone? he worked yeah with his with his iPhone I don't know if he thought he worked for Borns because that's who I saw but he like full songs like I've never seen that <laughs> and like he was there with his wife and his wife was intoxicated and was trying to like dance and like have fun with him and he would it was like a parent who was just like trying to do something important and they would kind of pay attention to the kid but not really yeah like yeah he would not stop recording no matter what that has to be like and, and hands up too i hate that and he was sits like sits two sits three in front of us yeah so with the hands up and the giant iphone plus whatever it's distracting yeah what to, what i hate about this is one anytime anybody that's ever played a video back of a concert to me on their phone the video quality sucks yeah. And even more importantly, the audio sucks on it. Oh, yeah. Why the hell do I want to hear concert audio that sucks? And how many times do you rewatch those concert videos? I've never. I've never recorded. I've never rewatched. And also, do you really want to stand and watch a concert through your phone screen? You yes. could just buy it on iTunes <laughs> and watch it at home, yeah. right? That's what I'm saying. It's it's ridiculous uh, to me. I Yeah, I, I didn't get that. So now we go to his wife, who... Is she number two? She's number two. Okay. So, uh, damn, they came as a couple. Not only was she uh, heavily intoxicated for the the crowd around her, but she would stop and actually you could see her posting on social media during the show. Ooh. So that's distracting when you're in a dark venue. Hashtag annoying. But you can just tell that, like, it kind of pulls you out where you're, like, trying to enjoy the show and someone's definitely just checked out. Yeah, like, really detaches you from it. And is just, like, posting full things on, like, Instagram. (laughs) So you had, this is is funny to me because you had somebody forward facing camera. Yeah. And you also had somebody like she was self-facing facing camera. Us. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. self-facing like, camera. So, that's yeah, two words. So that's number 2. <laughs> There's a big solution to that, which is buy one of those 3D um 360 cameras. I've got one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we, we did that a couple weeks ago actually. Uh number 3. Okay. 
the so this guy was in between me and the videographer, and he was about <laughs> six foot. And, you know, I'm like five ten, so it wasn't too bad. I could see over him, but he didn't know how to dance, but he was trying his best. And I can only describe his movements as a wacky, waveable, inflatable tube man without the arms in the air. So his arms would be at his side, but his shoulders and head were just waving back and forth. So anytime I try to get like a spot where I could see the stage, his head would then move into that. Yeah, that's that sucks. That totally sucks going to a concert. Because he, he had no spatial awareness of who was behind him or anything going on. And it wasn't even on beat, man. I mean, like, I can feel you, like, you know, I can tell if somebody's rolling and they're having a good time. But I feel like he just felt like he had to be moving to be moving. Yeah. That sucks. What do you think about that, John? Did he have, like, a boom mic? Was he trying to do sound for the other guy? <laughs> <laughs> no, that would make sense. Okay. But it was just it was just one of those things where it's just like, you know, if if you just pick a side and that's and stay in your space, that'd <laughs> yeah. be cool. Yeah. But his range was a good like five feet back and forth. Yeah. The problem with that is like I've I've been to concerts before. I mean, I like I'm relatively tall, so yeah. I think like I don't really have to deal with this too often. You're the guy. Yeah. See, see I'm the I'm the, <laughs> yeah. yeah I'm the guy trying there's to I get a, good footage. There's I get like good a head, footage with my phone. There's like a head drift, and it drifts. It there's like a box <laughs> that you see through for a concert. Yeah. And people's heads drift in and out. I guess it's like a fighter pilot. You have to keep that line of sight. <laughs> And that's very frustrating. I can feel the phones behind me. I still need to stay in the shot. And then, stay I, and in then the you shot. know, when I'm trying to adjust, I'm trying to make sure that I'm not blocking the people then behind me. Yeah. Because yeah. I don't want to be a rude asshole where people go on their own podcast and talk about how I'm the one you don't want to be behind. Yeah. The well, this thing kind of this thing pisses me off because like we've dealt with this at Coachella many times, Allison yeah. and I. Like for for my wife, it sucks. And she, I, I think, like people that have dealt with this. You know, like continually, this is like always the concert experience of like, hey, I'm one of the shorter people. I have to find my place or whatever. I think they're more used to it. I get pissed off. And like, it's hard for me to like temper it because it doesn't happen to me, you know, too often. And then I see somebody that I love and care about going through some shit. And I'm always the one that's like, hey, asshole, can you like, can you stay, can you stay in one spot or whatever? And it's the worst when you have a spot already and these people come in late and just cut in front of you. Oh, which yeah. is what all four of these people did. Yeah. So that actually is another category of late cutters. The Coachella train. Because it's Al- Alyssa, who's like five foot nothing, who's been on our show before, was at the show with me. Yeah. And right as the show started is when six foot two videographer just stopped right in front of her. I hate that. Well, at least she could watch it through the camera. No, because right? I mean, she couldn't see. Yeah. <laughs> She's right. like a Seems like a angle. way bigger gig than so, it was. Yes. Yeah. The last one, which I think is the worst. The worst out of everything I've already named is a wacky, waveable, inflatable tube man. He had a friend, a, a female with him, who would not shut up during oh, the, the talker. Show. It was the yeah, talker. And the talker. she had a high-pitched voice. that, And she was yelling the because dolphin. she was trying to talk to him. The dolphin. Yeah. And you could just hear her. Like I was like 10 yeah. feet away from her, and I could hear the conversation she was trying to have. Is she commenting on the other woman's social media she's posts? She's talking about her... Like, no, she's talking about stuff that's guy. not happening at the concert. Oh, God. She's talking about, like, drama with her friends. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so you, you you were very much in for a a concert and listening to music rather than an audio yeah. book about the Kardashians' exactly. dramas. <laughs> That's 100%, John. 
I mean, that's what you go to, to concerts yeah. for is to yeah. talk about other stuff. That's, it's exactly. Yeah, that's how I never get things. that. Going to a concert, going to a movie, going to a show and talking through it. It's like, you realize there are cafes literally designed <laughs> for you to go to and have conversations <laughs> with your friends and you don't have to fight the music. You yeah. can just go and listen. Yeah, and you can tell that Wacky Wave on Flayable 2 Man was annoyed with her, so he just kept trying to dance. Or maybe he was trying to get away from her. Yeah, maybe he's trying to avoid like, will, the noise. You know what? Then move your feet because his feet were planted <laughs> the whole time. That's true, that's like, true. I'm telling you, like this dude was just like bending in the way failed execution right like, there I don't know the like, idea was, was so there much failed shoulder execution movement and no hips like I don't know how you move your shoulders that much with your hips yeah and straight. as a kind person you should have walked up to him and just been like hey man this this isn't going to really serve its purpose unless you move your feet no, too I, I'm a patient yeah. person but man have I never wanted to elbow four people in my life yeah. more mind you too like that venue sucks I'm sorry to say it but that venue sucks the, yeah. the, the, this, I'll tell you sorry the venue doesn't suck the security sucks the, yes, yes, yes the security yes. is the absolute it's like it's like they hired, they pulled it from somebody's high school party that was charging money at the front door there, and now they're, they've all collectively ran Wait, a security Brett, company Brett, here. Brett should be lead security there without ever working security. I mean, it's it's awful. Yeah. It's awful. Well, um, at least I enjoyed the show. Yeah. Yeah, Bournes was awesome. Um, but uh, moving on to a show that wasn't enjoyed by many. Yeah. WWE, Crown Jewel. Ooh. In Saudi, Saudi Arabia. Arabia. Which is... <laughs> in in the in the news for some lovely other stuff these days. Yeah, this isn't WWE. It wasn't WWE's first show in Saudi Arabia. Yeah. They did like the Greatest Royal Rumble like a few months ago. Yeah, and it was the first time they're ever going because the oil barons there are paying them millions upon millions upon millions of dollars. Yeah, that's very Do- cynical. <laughs> I'm just that's why they're going. It's not like a, we're gonna go spread wrestling to the world. It was you're paying us just boatloads of money that we can't say no to. Yeah, yeah. I mean, in, like if if you don't know WWE, we're talking about that. It's w, formerly WWF, the yeah. World Wrestling World Wrestling Professional Wrestling. So I mean, Vince McMahon's company. There was a lot of pressure not to do this event. A lot of pressure, especially with the uh, Washington Post journalist being murdered. Yeah, uh, in the Turkey. Uh, in the Saudi Arabian consulate in Turkey. Do you think they could have, I mean, just because it's, it's Saudi Arabia and it's the WWE, could they have done like a, a plot line about that? Oh, there no. and gotten or, away or a match. It? Or a match about it? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no. Oh, no. No? Oh, no. Oh, too no. soon. Yeah, yeah, too soon. Okay. Um. Well, I mean, you did have two of their top stars refuse to go. Yeah, John Cena. So John Cena refused. And I think John Cena refused because he's a, an actor now and he knows that Hollywood isn't going to butch anybody that... Uh, is going to do something like this. Also, he doesn't want to get arrested for that new haircut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially in Saudi Arabia. It's terrible. Um, and then Daniel Bryan, who apparently Daniel Bryan was already not going to go before the whole uh, journalist controversy. Well, we know who runs that relationship, too. So <laughs> it wasn't yeah. Daniel Bryan's decision. Well, today. you know, Daniel Bryan is pretty uh, He's uh, pretty outspoken. You know, he's vegan. Yeah. Uh, he's pretty progressive, so it made sense. Did they have any women's matches? No, they can't. Women are not allowed to wrestle. I thought you. They're not allowed to compete in athletic. I thought there was some like sort of stipulation this year. If you were like accompanied by a male or something, you could still. No, no. I think I think what they did, if I want to say like it was in a like a house show somewhere. Progress. I don't know. I don't know if it was Saudi Arabia, (laughs) but it may have been. But like uh, two women had to. I think Saucer Banks and somebody else wrestled, but they were in like full body suits. So women did wrestle. Not at this show. Oh, okay. But I don't. I want to say in another Middle Eastern country. Okay. When they had a show, yeah, they were in full body suits. Wow. Well, I'm all for progress, and I think that's ridiculous. <laughs> well, <laughs> think women want to wrestle, go wrestle. They did have yep. a female commentator. Renee oh. Young was on the commentary. Okay. So that was the only female on the show. Yeah. 
But overall, you said that the the show itself oh, it was, was not, not good. I think I think uh, for the the product, it was bad. Yeah. So I think you pissed off a lot of uh, routine fans with how poorly the show was booked. Outside of like North Korea and Russia, is there a worse place you could have gone? You think? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can go to like Iraq or Afghanistan and not do a show for the troops if okay. you were doing like a Taliban only show, like or like uh, WWE ISIS. Like yeah, that would, that would be bad. Just Jinder Mahal, uh, just the yeah. whole time. <laughs> if you're doing if you're doing a show for Putin, that's like you said, that that's pretty bad. Yeah, uh, China, I think, uh, depending on who your your target audience is. But doesn't it annoy the the base of the WWE fans? Yeah, by I going think, to Saudi, I think this it, it did. It, it yeah, didn't I mean, really. The fact of the matter is, they took on a lot of controversy to put on this big show because they made it a big deal. Like the stage was like bigger than past WrestleMania stages, tons of pyro because they have the money because Saudi's like, yeah, just here's everything. And they brought back, you know, Shawn Michaels first time in eight years was the only bright spot. Yeah. But man, the show was booked poorly. And, and John, that's a great question too, because like, I think, I mean, historically, I think the professional wrestling fan audience has not been known to be very political minded yeah. um, or very, very like, you know, Egalitarian, or they sent like, yeah. Sergeant Slaughter death threats when he joined. Uh, what's his face? Um, remember in the eighties when he became a traitor to the oh, United yeah, States? He, was, he yeah. joined uh, the Iron Sheet. Yeah, and he got death threats from wrestling fans because yeah. he was wow. a yeah. traitor. So I mean, like they they have Even not been known, but I mean, fake. this thing it was either a sign of the times that this fan base is changing, or like this was just so bad that that. But I mean. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they. It, I think it hurt their their normal product, and it what, didn't gain them any good PR. Yeah, it, what was if the anything was negative PR. What was crazy is you would see like I mean you would see big name wrestlers like talk about this event mm-hmm. you know ahead of time, and like the tone of the audience like they go from like just 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 fandom like just sheer maniacal fandom to of this person this wrestler or whatever as they're speaking and then they go like and. When we go to Saudi Arabia, and then all of a sudden it just turned to this. So much so that they wow. stopped Boo. saying where the show was. So yeah. they were just calling it Crown Jewel. They, were, they didn't say Saudi And that Arabia was a anymore. good enough trick to. Nope. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I think there's going to be pretty bad repercussions for their internal fan base, their normal fan base, and their subscription users off this show. Yeah. And I don't think. I think the short term benefits aren't going Cash to. Grab. Yeah. Cash grab. the long term. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it was just a misstep. Yeah, 100%. Do they do this next year? No. I think that's the last show they do in Saudi Arabia for a while. Yeah. Yeah. At I least, like, cool es- off. Especially with how it's going to be, re- like, uh, received. Terrible. Like, yeah. go back to Melbourne. They just did Australia last month. Like, yeah. that was great. Or like, Dubai. Or go the UK. Dubai, right? When was the last time they yeah. did, like, a pay-per-view hey, in the UK? Uh, not a pay-per-view, but I went to WWE in the UK. And it was a fun night. Yeah, See? British fans will go yeah. crazy. Yeah. Actually, I think it was Dubai, actually, is where the women wrestled. Oh okay, yeah, which is like a progressive, yeah. yeah, yeah. But they were still in full body, yeah, like, yeah. Well, that's a shame. I mean, not a shame. Hopefully, it's it's you know enough to get them to not do this thing. We'll ever just say again. you know Vince McMahon at his age maybe isn't the most globally centric. I don't know if he has half of his mind left. <laughs> still, I mean, legitimately, I think he's kind of losing no, it. I think he no. I just think he he knows how to make money and he yeah. doesn't care. Crazy thing to me is I think it was more politically risky for his wife Linda. 
because she's got the political career. Oh, no. I mean, she's like in the Senate seat or something like oh, that. No, no, she's yeah. a House of Rep. She was she's a no, rep. No, she was a she was a like the uh, chair of small businesses or something. Yeah, something like what, that. What like the WWE? Yeah, <laughs> you know, small businesses like that. Yeah, yeah, because you know those have been so so successful. So, all yeah. right. See um, also NFL. <laughs> So speaking of being globally centric, you know, with this being our our international episode, that's how I'm I'm going to tab this. This is our international episode. We're yeah. branching out. Yeah, because we do have listeners in the UK. We do. Does yes. this mean Brian is on a show in the UK this week? Oh, know, we actually traded Brian for a six pack of beer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're going to announce that a little. No, I'm yeah, just yeah. Uh, actually, no. Uh, Brian, he he uh, he went out drinking uh, six days ago. And he doesn't come home. Okay. So if you do see him, uh, please put him on a bird yeah. and send him to the address uh, listed in this episode description. No, he's actually filming a movie. Oh, is he? Yeah. What, what movie? You can't tell. You can't oh. tell us. Oh. He told me. Yeah. Can't tell you. Okay. Makes yeah. sense. I mean, when you're working in gay porn, you kind of have to keep those uh, <laughs> titles under wraps <laughs> until they're You got to take that up with him. <laughs> but I don't make his decisions, Dan. <laughs> what I but just you are learned, his manager. But, yeah. I am his, but I am his talent <laughs> hey, manager. 10% <laughs> is 10%. Yep. I'll uh, take a cut anyway. <laughs> Uh, what I did learn about 30 minutes ago is that uh, England, is it just England or is it the entire UK that celebrates Thanksgiving? Sure. Whichever you want. Well, it's different because <laughs> the UK is made up of four different <laughs> No, we don't right? We don't actually celebrate Thanksgiving. Yeah, that's why. They yeah. don't? You don't at all? I told you that we did, but because I'm English, yeah. you took that as verbatim and the truth. <laughs> I take the truth. I mean, you, you just sound that, more intelligent to me, so accent, I take everything as honesty. Know, yeah. It, it, it sounds regal and, and truthful. So, yeah, you yeah. guys don't celebrate Thanksgiving. No. No. Because yeah, there's nothing to be thankful for. No, it's UK, pretty right? – like, we've got Brexit going on. We're not thankful for that. <laughs> yeah. So, so here you go. I've got a better topic. It rains topic. a lot. Yeah. If, if, you, if you were to have a Thanksgiving uh, in the UK, what would you be thankful for from the UK? I think so. I've been really fortunate to have a few Thanksgivings out here, um, and I think the holiday is is interesting because it goes a bit beyond. You know, Christmas as a kid is like presents. Hey, where's all my stuff, right? <laughs> um, Materialism, so, as it, exactly. As so there's a bit more to Thanksgiving, which is you know going around and thinking about what you're thankful for. And I think probably like you guys, it's the the usual things of like family, friends, a roof over your head. Yep. a good job, yep. food, that kind of stuff. Yeah, and um, I think that's kind of where it, where it'd be. Uh, thankful for that. Yeah, similar. Obviously, now I'm thankful for not getting rained on about every 45 seconds, <laughs> especially this time of year. So that's good. Yeah. Um, it's but yeah, 90 plus degree weather right now. Yeah. Holy crap! It's insane. Yeah. So, what other American traditions uh, have you gone to experience that you didn't have? I got to ask you one because I know that there's one that's. We we spoke about this a couple of years ago when it came to Thanksgiving tradition. Something that is near and dear to my heart. We do it pretty much every year. But have you ever participated in a uh, an American football like uh, street street game, like a street? No, street but we do have football. one at work. Do you really? Yeah, yeah. You should try that sometime. So I'm going to try that. Yeah, it's just like flag football. It's not full contact. Oh no, is that yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. No, it's you either got... you'll either do flag or two hand touch. Okay. What is what we'll do, or, or oh, something that's like that. That's different in the in England. Yeah, yeah. Two hand touch, yeah. something else. <laughs> we'll go into that later. We'll go into that later. But that's one of my favorite things. That's is at some point in the Thanksgiving day, it's always like it's like eight or ten people that are just like, hey, let's go outside, throw the football, and have a little game. Yeah. yeah. This is after your kind of eighth round of turkey and yeah, it's like maybe I need to move. This before yeah, yeah. Um, 
You know what I'm not thankful for is the it's always the same shitty NFL game. Oh, Every the year. Cowboys, yeah, and the, the the Lions, yeah, two teams that I don't care about. No, I'm sorry to say it, but well, I America's do not care. team, you don't America, care about. Yeah, I mean Detroit Lions. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so let's see, what other holidays? Like the UK has Boxing Day, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's a, that's an actual. Do you guys holiday. know what Boxing Day is? Yeah, no. it's the day what after Christmas. But do you know what it means? No, I just you box up all your decorations. I don't know. No, and it's not to do with actual physical boxing oh, okay. either we're not that fighty yeah what is um, boxing day? so boxing day was traditionally for uh the servants to take a day off and uh, get their presents so hence oh. giving boxes oh yeah okay so that's what boxing day is okay so it's it's kind of a you're right it's a it's an extra christmas day basically everyone loafs around watches movies the great escape is usually a a classic oh, that'll be on tv man. you eat all your leftovers pick through what you have left in terms of gifts and chocolate and stuff determine which gifts you want to send back and which you want to return (laughs) you know and then the the biggest thing is the sales start oh yeah so that's when the christmas sales start like christmas new year so do you guys do black friday in england no but that's probably as close as you can get okay boxing day Uh, but you know what there's talking about international kind of boarding across there's a huge sway towards black friday now I'd, i'd say our black fridays are getting crazier Really, and you guys are, are kind of leaving it alone now. It's well, like, I feel like we're yeah. too crazy. We've, I just yeah. shop online. <laughs> we've overdone it. I need it. to fight for a TV. No, like, does Black Friday happen on Boxing Day over there, or is that no, still Black like Friday happens Black, Black Friday, Friday? Okay, but we don't have Thanksgiving. That's it. That's that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So because so, Thanksgiving is, but doesn't everybody have stuff to work? Yeah. So yeah, Thanksgiving is the anchor to Black Friday to me. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like that's that's how I know when Black Friday is happening. It was just, you know, everyone needs to thank Lincoln that we have an extra day off the yeah. Friday after Thanksgiving. That has to be a and crazy holiday to like to Europeans, Black Friday, because mm-hmm. it's just like a random day. It's the every, most American. Every year, it's just like, wait, I thought it was the 22nd. It was the 22nd last year. Why is it the 16th no, this year? It it's around, like, right? yeah, it's yeah. Like, yeah, it's like, what? <laughs> Some random Friday in November. So, We're all going to go shopping for discounted deals. So my first experience of Black Friday was walking through the streets in New York after having dinner on a Thanksgiving night. Oh. oh. Freezing cold. And walking past like a Best Buy with people just lined up. I'm kind of walking along and there's a lot of homeless people. <laughs> and there's people camping out ready to buy yeah. whatever they're going to buy. They're, they look somewhat well fed though. And they <laughs> seem somewhat dressed nice for the appropriate for the weather. But it was cold. Yeah. Really cold. Yeah. I mean, and now it's so different because stores open at like 4 p.m. on Thanksgiving for Black Friday. Yeah. It's cool to me. I mean, th- th- that to me is like it's it has, as crazy as it sounds, it's almost embarrassing to me how crazy Americans take Black Friday. But I think it's, it's, it's nice to know that it's not just us. Like, oh, it's, it's crazy in the like UK consumerism, as well now, yeah. yeah, yeah, like just that utter consumerism. That makes you feel better. <laughs> well, I mean, it's just like okay, we're we're just not the only ones. Yeah, yeah. We're not the only ones. Yeah. Uh, are the are the products the same that you buy on Black Friday? Yeah, like TVs, electronics, electronics. Yeah, those are all yeah. just similarly discounted. Doorbusters to get get them in and yeah, and then whatever else. They, they only got like two of them, forage. and then they get you in. And there's punch ups, and it makes Facebook and the local news and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah so we do the whole lot. Okay. It's like the okay. real celebration of Black Friday. You could go to McDonald's before. Or something. <laughs> That's so, true. Uh, another <laughs> question about uh, your Thanksgiving. A Thanksgiving dish you didn't have until coming to the States that you really oh. enjoy. Well, obviously I like turkey. Yeah, it's a you, Christmas you, dinner. So you had that. Yeah, yeah. fine. Uh, so like yams and things like that. Oh, sweet, sweet potatoes. potatoes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, stuff like that. I yeah. really like. Yeah. Um, anything with sugar, I guess. Really, the sweets. Yeah. Have you had the sweets. have you had a sweet potato pie? Uh, I think so. Like, yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. That's better than pumpkin pie. 
I've never had sweet potato pie. I don't like pumpkins, so yeah, yeah. Halloween's not good for me. Yeah, it's I don't like pumpkin either. No, and and I will say, when do you all? You know, uh, this is a question for both of you since we're talking about Thanksgiving. Usually, it's overlit by the Christmas onslaught. Mm -hmm. So, when do you all find it's okay to start playing Christmas music? Ooh, it's a good question. I like. Are you right after Halloween? Like. Oh no, not at all. December all. the twenty third. Okay, so you're waiting like. <laughs> yeah, I would say like until Christmas, that's and then just we, yeah. all Christmas music till then, just binge on it. Yeah, because I mean we have radio stations that play it nonstop. Oh, I mean, it it's starts 24. in November. Yeah. yeah, that's that's too much for me. Right, that's too much for me. I'd say like a good two weeks, two weeks before Christmas. Okay, so you're, you're still like waiting until December. Yeah. Oh, for sure. For what sure. I like, what I like about here is you you do a catch all. Happy holidays. Yes. yes. Happy everything. Yep, yep. You could just say that all year, really. Yeah. Um, T- times are sensitive. Yeah. Happy happy holidays. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. And people still get offended for that, too. Uh, like, because people get offended over anything. Yeah. Well, happy. the happy bit. The happy bit. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to be happy. Miserable. You don't know how my holidays are. <laughs> wish, wish me a poor, yeah. I will poor say, day. I'll, I'll let people listen to Christmas music as long as it's after Thanksgiving. So, Black Friday, you want to listen to Christmas music? That's fine. Yeah. What about lights? How do you feel about Christmas lights going up? When is uh, when is fine. too early after for that? After Thanksgiving. After Thanksgiving? If, anytime you okay. want to do it after Thanksgiving, that's fine with me. Okay. Just don't but jump don't the holiday. Don't do it before Thanksgiving. Don't jump the holiday. Yeah. yeah. There's a sequence. Yeah. yeah. Respect so, either Thanksgiving I, or Black I, Friday. I actually like Thanksgiving more than like most holidays. You do? Yeah. Yeah. It's a good time. It's just, it's a simple holiday. Yeah. It's just get together, share a meal, have fun, drink. I like that's that. I think that's a that's a fair assessment of it. A simple yeah. holiday. Yeah. yeah, it is. There's nothing too no. Yeah. And that's why I like it. Too, too extra about it. Exactly. Yeah. All right. We're going to head to break. Uh, when we come back, we're going to be talking uh, sitcoms we'd like to see from other characters' point of views. We are going to be talking Post Malone and oh. a random product collaboration. Guys, I might be buying some. I might be buying some. <sighs> I, I hope you do. I yeah. will support you in this. Yeah. And uh, I've got my unemployed movie review for Jonah Hill's mid-90s. Catch you on the flip side. Hey everybody, this is Pop Not Soda here, and uh, before we get into the second half of the episode, we have an important announcement to make. We want to tell you guys that the day after this episode releases, on Tuesday, November 6th, get out and vote if you are in California. Some important stuff going on in California. Roads, dialysis, soccer city, and a bunch of other crap, but... If you can do anything on Tuesday, you get two hours off. That's the American thing to do. You get paid to do it. So get out and vote on Tuesday, November 6th. We'll see you out at the election booth. Yes. So continuing with a uh, tradition here on Pop Not Soda, since I have the free time, I've been seeing lots of movies. Uh, thank you, AMC A-List, yeah. uh, for making it super, super cheap. That's how you got us into Halloween. Yeah. That was nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so I don't. I just pay a monthly subscription. I get to see all these movies in my free time. Yeah, so it's basically like it's a Netflix, yeah. but for a movie, you get to see how many a week? Three, three and movies it a week. Doesn't matter what style theater. Okay. So like, I went and saw a twenty dollar movie for free last week. That's nice. So, yeah. but one of the movies I did see uh, when it opened was Jonah Hill's new. I, I think it's a it's an independent film, uh, mid nineties. And if you don't, if you've not seen any of the advertisements, he wrote and directed this movie. It's his first time doing it. It's shot on film and it's shown in letterbots. It's not widescreen. Yeah. 
and it's a period piece of just West Coast life. Uh, they don't really give you a specific location. You th- it's pretty sure it's like L.A. Um, but Dramedy? Uh, not even a dramedy. Okay. It's a period piece. Like that's I, 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 that's all I can say. It's not. Okay. There's not a a formulated plot. You're not trying to watch somebody grow up. You're just a chunk of time in this life of a 12, 13 year old kid and him connecting with skateboarding and friends and and music. Is there any big event that happens? That's like the background of this. Is it OJ or like anything going on? that tells you what your specifically is or is it just, okay. Um, I think, uh, it's probably like, I want to say it's like 97 maybe. Okay. Just because of, uh, like, they're playing, like, Twisted Metal on PlayStation at one point. Beanie Babies are huge. Um, the, I was leaning more of the stadium brands and, like, the logos. So, like, Blind Skateboards and... Spitfire. And what was out. Yeah. Um, and, you know, like, girl skateboards, like, and what their logos looked like at the time. Because everything's really authentic. Even down to... I mean, specifically, the dialogue is written really well. Because I can say for the three of us, kind of, growing up, specifically Brad and I, in Southern California in the 90s there's a certain dialogue uh that was definitely uh it's why we loved each other it's why everybody else hated us yeah but (laughs) but it's a it's one of those things that i I always kind of forget about how much this word has dropped out of like slang and that is a faggot because oh yeah that in the 90s was thrown around a lot that was a loose loosely thrown term and uh i think the movie that always stands out in my mind that used it is uh the fast and the furious yeah ja rule mm-hmm. uh he, he doesn't say it it's uh once you go down the fat burger and get yourself a cheeseburger oh, and fries right. for 2.99 fat yeah that's right and it's always a hard app it just like hit, when it, you listen to it now it just hits your ears like it's just it's 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 got some stink on it yeah. yeah yeah and uh that's you know used appropriately i guess is the term i could say in this movie um Contextually, music, yeah, contextually, yeah. that's a yeah. yeah. The music is fantastic. Uh, Trent Reznor from Nine Inch Nails was at the helm for the uh, the music for the movie. Ooh, nice. Um, he, you I'll, know, he's been working. He worked with Atticus Finch a lot too, with like social network and things like. Is that yeah. is Atticus Finch a part of it too, or is it just Reznor? Reznor. Um, I think it, it, no, there was somebody. It could have been Atticus okay. Finch, but yeah. uh, I know I, the name that stood out to me on the credits was um, Trent Reznor. Okay, and it's just quintessential. It, it's it's crazy to see something that we've lived through become a period piece okay now um because it is that's that's what it is and and that's the easiest way to describe this movie it's 85 minutes doesn't overstay its course you get really invested in the characters really easily um all the kids uh this is the first time seeing them on screen for the most part um because some of them are professional skateboarders in their first movie um the others just haven't been in a lot and there's something authentic about their performances. You can tell that they were really directed really well. Mm-hmm. Uh, the movie has just a breath of realness in its comedy. So it, there's nothing, it feels forced. It's written really well. Uh, and the pace of the movie is great. Uh, and it's got a lot more raw, authentic moments that you wouldn't expect from Jonah Hill. And I highly recommend it. Uh, I think it was great to see in theaters because it was cool to see something in letterbots on the big screen and not yeah. in widescreen. And um, overall, super enjoyable. I would go see it again. And because uh, of that, I'm going to give it four and a half out of five. Nice. Excellent. Nice. I really think it's 
top easily top three to five movies of 2018. Really, award winning? Yeah. I think it, I. Not like it I matters. Think, Who gives a it, shit about think, the awards? Yeah, I don't what think it's going to get recognition just because of the movie it is, you know? Yeah. Um, but I could definitely see maybe some technical awards coming for it for sure. So okay. like music, cinematography, editing, um, wardrobe, I think, actually, because it's super authentic. Like Original screenplay, maybe? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and what was really cool is when we saw it opening weekend, we got a like a hard, uh, like a magazine. Um, with every ticket it's it's a huge printed out on newspaper <laughs> and it was eight interviews Jonah Hill conducted with people he found influential about a time in their life that they, he, he could relate because Jonah Hill in the first part writes the reason why he wrote this movie is because when he was growing up being overweight didn't feel cool the things that he connected to were skateboarding and hip hop and he felt like he, you know he looks back at that time and he was just not happy of where he was. Yeah. So he interviews these eight people about a time in their life that sits up to them that they weren't necessarily accepted because mm-hmm. that's all he wanted. Yeah. And you get that in this movie. That's cool. Wanting, a, you know, I think that's the major theme is wanting to be accepted. Yeah. Um, Which is relevant now, right? That is yeah. Like I think it always a, a is an enduring theme of movies. Yeah. 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 And I think that's why that movie really connects with, I think, a vast audience, especially us who lived through the 90s. It's very nostalgic, but yeah. really well done. That's cool. Yeah. But I, yeah, I might go check it out. And the skateboarding sounds like you is might go great. check it out too. Sounds yeah, the skateboarding yeah. is great too. Sorry, I, I, I was an idiot too. It's not Atticus Finch. Atticus Finch is from To Kill a Mockingbird. Yes, that's what I was Atticus Ross is who, yeah. who works with Trent Reznor. <laughs> Did he do mid-90s? Uh, I haven't checked that out actually. Oh. Yeah, my bad on that. That's what happens when we don't have short round. I know, man. Yeah, I really blew that. So, sorry about that. <laughs> that's anyway. Why I was so true. I was like, Atticus, Atticus Finch, that sounds really familiar. <laughs> but I don't think he composes Honestly. music, Brett. I don't think he composes music. Well, you know who does compose music? Who? Post Malone. Yes, he does. And you know what else he apparently composes? Crotch shoes. I am Premium excited. footwear. I am excited about these. Have you seen these, Dan? Uh, yes, today. Yeah. Oh, man. They, they are, are so ugly. They are deliciously ugly. But it's, it's it's another sign of the times. It's something that's just hideous that's going to become very, very popular. Already is. I want one. The I younger want a kid, The younger fans of his. I'm not going to say kids because I'm still young. Uh, and I don't want to sound too old. Really enjoyed Crotz for some reason. They Even, do, yeah. That, from the article I read on Forbes, apparently it's Crotz are very popular with uh, the younger market. Dude, I would have never gotten caught dead no. as a kid no. wearing Crocs. I'd never. I thought would they have. were for cleaning your pool out. If you had a pool, yeah. if not, I, there's no excuse. There's just no. don't don't wear them. I thought it was you wore them so you could stay celibate. Like basically, that's how you keep your virginity. Because <laughs> they have wearing crotch. They have that certain. I've just escaped from a mental asylum. Look, don't they? They, they do. It has they the, do. Uh, They're my functional. Mo- yeah. My mom still dresses me. <laughs> they, yeah, yeah, very. Like I remember. I think. I think if I'm not mistaken, I think a couple kids in the dorms in college had Crocs for like the showers. For like and shower stuff. shoes. But there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and it was like it's 100 percent st- functional. I feel like Norman Bates exactly. would yeah. wear Crocs. Yeah. yeah. Norman Bates. Oh, totally, totally, yeah. And that tells you all you need to know about Crotts. I mean, and and Post Malone have some stuff in common, (laughs) I think. So, except the face tattoos, no face tattoos. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So, Brett, yeah. So, what what do the shoes look like? Man, they're 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 white. From the the pair that I want, the pair that I want are are white, and they have like this like just this weird looking like devil face. I think it's like one of Post Malone's graphics that he always has, but they're just it's just tattered all over it it's white with these yellow devil-like faces it it almost looks like they've put zero effort 
into designing these things and to- hopefully just sell them on the, the brand alone. Totally. You know, yeah. if I, my, my eyesight's not that good. It just looks like they put emojis all over them. That's what, so my eyesight's not that good, but like if I saw these from far, from far away, I'd go, oh, dude, you are wearing Crocs that are sponsored by the Lemonhead brand. <laughs> Do you know what I see when I see that picture? Or Hubert's Lemonade. Dutch hip-hop. Ooh. Dutch hip-hop. That's very, very They specific. do look like clogs. They do look like clogs. I wonder if that could be like a... Could you could you get away with like a Dutch hip-hop band that does wear Crocs instead of clogs? No. No, I don't think so. Yeah. I don't think they wear clogs. They don't, huh? No, I think that that's a generalization of Dutch culture. You know what? Hey, screw them. <laughs> so this brings me um, to the question is what other random or weird celebrity endorsements or collaborations with products you would never connect to that celebrity have you guys seen because i was i just i didn't know crotz and post malone were a thing yeah i didn't either i mean i, I didn't either like I and mean, you think like hip-hop and like his like i don't like like there's always been like the he's tri- gonna move crotz but he apparently did they sold out in one day and the reason we're talking about this too is like there's always been the celebrity business adventures we've seen him going into like alcohol we've seen him going into like fashion and stuff like that but there are some one-offs where you're just like what the hell is going on like i saw is it uh it's not Jessica Biel. Yeah, Jessica Biel. Jessica Biel has a fudge brand, a high-end fudge brand. Would you ever buy fudge from Jessica Biel, Dan? No. Are you a fudge fan? Mm, not particularly. I'm not either. Are you? I, a fudge I don't fan? think I I've like ever fudge. purchased fudge. Fudge has been given to me. Yeah. But I've never <laughs> like, like for like a holiday purchased. party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or yeah. like you know, someone in the office brings in like, oh, I made fudge. Like, yeah. or it's like a yeah, that's been like it. Fudge is good, but I, I'd probably, I wouldn't be fussed if it was endorsed. By a celebrity, <laughs> yeah. maybe a chef or someone. Yeah, but well, not a celebrity. <laughs> so how about this? You know, this is coming right at you, John. What about David Beckham when he collaborated with an English fish fingers company? He did. Yeah. Wow. But he does endorse almost everything. Interestingly enough, do you know David Beckham has his own marketing company that specializes in branding things with David Beckham? That makes what? sense. Yeah, he does, he does whiskey. That. He does underwear. He does aftershave. Mm-hmm. But this one, it was. Findus fish fingers. Yeah. And David Beckham. And really, Findus isn't a good fish finger. <laughs> you, so don't, you really want to go to bird's eye. Okay, so if David Beckham was eating Findus, you're not like... Mm. Nah. This and, is, and I, mean, I don't believe a pro footballer was eating fish <laughs> fingers that's, that's an before embarrassment. the match. That's yeah. an embarrassment. It's very true. You were telling me about something earlier, too, before we started recording. Stripper poles? Yeah. So, yeah. No, he didn't endorse the <laughs> stripper pole. Um, but... Uh, yeah, Kendra. Is it Kendra? Is that her name? Yeah, from uh, yeah, play, yeah from from reality yeah. TV. Hugh Hefner's like ex girlfriend. Yeah, thing. so and Carmen Electra both uh, oh. bought out stripper poles. Okay, which is interesting. Yeah, both playmates. Is it are... surprising? Maybe not. Nah, nah. You know, there's a strip. There's a strip club, like a stripper pole fitness place, around the corner from where we live. And I remember it came. It, it was put in like seven years ago, and I was like, "This thing is knocking. This thing is going to be here for three months. It's still going. I mean, it's it's quite popular it's, business. It's still workout. Yeah, I didn't know. Wait, I, when you say still going, is it the same girl spinning? <laughs> she just, just can't she, get she off. Just, just like I can't get off this. I can't get off this. Uh, Venus Williams found this out. Interior design company. No, oh, yeah, yeah. Would yeah. you would 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 you trust her to design your house? No. What if it all went wrong? She got really angry and started smashing everything up. <laughs> Let me. Ser- Serena's the one that gets angry. Oh, okay. These uh, racket pieces doing behind <laughs> my, my table. Every, everything's just clay and grass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. uh, Kim Kardashian uh, and Charmin, the toilet paper. Oh. oh. 
I didn't know that. Kim Kardashian? I get I get that though. Cause like if if Cause she's shitty. <laughs> that's yeah, that's better. I was thinking like this sounds terrible, but like big butts. Like oh, wipe uh, butt association, what? you know, wiping the butt. Well this was in two thousand ten. Oh, so I was this gonna was like say. at the beginning. Like, oh, so this wasn't really like ass Kardashian. This is like the first yeah, this is before the more implants, but this was like a first season of keeping up with. Okay. And okay. now it's now it's a bear. <laughs> Is the bear going to get a reality TV no, show as well? Because I would watch that. There's a photo that. of her with the bear. <laughs> this it's is the worst looking bear I've ever seen. I found this out. I, this, is, this is very interesting to me. Rush Limbaugh owns a tea company. A tea company. Out of, out of everything that Rush Limbaugh, like, a, like a, a potato chip brand or like, you know, grease or so, a grease brand, soda brand. Something, like just something that is just so unhealthy. He does tea. Opioids. Opioids, yeah, you could be slanging. Yeah. Meth. Yeah. The Rush Limbaugh Rush. I, I, would, would, say, I would throw that tea in the harbor. I would welcome a celebrity to endorse meth. <laughs> That'd be fun. That would hey, sell. Yeah. You've already got a market. I mean, Post Malone looks like he endorses meth. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's very, very true. Uh, what else is on there? I'm, I mean... What what brand would you what, what's something you would want to endorse? What would, if Pop Not Soda can endorse just the strangest product? It, really? Yeah. What What would you yeah, want? You got to give me a, a minute on that one. I don't, I don't even know. What would you start? Where would you start? I feel what made sense is something in a soda can, like soda. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. But let's not do soda. Carbonated what? I, I would say like hard seltzer. Ooh. All for those. Yeah. What is hard seltzer? I keep seeing a billboard when it's I drive to It's alcoholic. It's water. canned alcoholic seltzer water. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. It's like wow. Lacroix, but with alcohol. So, do you use that to mix your your vodka as well? No, it's already got alcohol in it. Oh, okay. I got you. It's like instead of a it's beer, not, you're gonna drink it's not like a, hard a double count. Yeah. No, no, no. That's how you black out. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. not good. But yeah, get some pop nuts out of hard hard seltzer. Baby clothing. Pop nuts out of baby clothing. That's weird. Yeah. Bibs. Bibs, booties, booties, uh, pacifiers, pacifiers, toys too. I mean, you could do the whole. For, I mean, they, just people, like a toy hey, with. Ca- think oh, about no. this, Dan. It's a market strategy. People don't stop stop what making are, what babies. Are, what are the things you put above the 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 uh, the cradles and, and then they spin it? What are those called? The uh, oh, like an aerial kind of thing. No, what, uh, a mobile. A mobile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A mobile, okay, yeah. and it's just it's you, me, Brian. And as it spins, it's just different sound bites from Ooh, us. I don't know if I don't so know if any parent would sleep. buy that. Yeah, I think probably, be great. I don't know. I mean, I've got a soothing voice. Yeah, some of the shit Brian says though. Ah, uh, true. Yeah, we can have. What that you leave Brian out? We'll put John. John's British. Yeah, better voice. That'd be pleasant. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll have that. a really screwed up accent by the end. <laughs> by the <laughs> child is out. coming out doing like, what the hell is wrong with my kid? It's like half Cockney, <laughs> half California. Yeah. Why is it clicking its fingers and demanding a cup of tea? <laughs> He's talking about fish and chips. Yeah. <laughs> and David Beckham. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Now I really want to try some findus some findus? Is findus. That? Findus. 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 They do do a good crispy pancake. They do do. What is a crispy pancake? I don't know, but it's good. <laughs> crispy pancake. I think it, it's like one potatoes? of those products. Well, I think it's one of those products. It's better not to ask oh. and just eat just eat it. Eat it in blind ignorance. That's yep. about seventy five percent of the fast food. That's American, American food yeah. right so, there. Yeah. That's American food right there. It made sense. Yeah. Uh all right. We could. Hey, that's what we would sponsor: fish chips uh, or fish. Oh, sticks. crispy pancakes! Pop nuts said it's crispy, crispy pancakes. pancakes. There we go. Yeah. There we go. There we are. I think we get some movement on this. Yeah, we could do that. I'd yeah, be down. Definitely. Yeah, I'd be down. <laughs> uh, before we we leave you, there's there's a story of a sitcom coming out. 
And if this is not the biggest just middle finger to a network. I thought this I've was like April it. Fool's, but it, we're talking about this in yes. November. So Rashida Jones, if you know her from Parks and Rec in the Office and movies like uh, I Love You, Man. Who's also Quincy uh, Quincy or Quincy Jones? Quincy Jones. That's his daughter. Uh, daughter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, she uh, has gone into the producing game, especially with uh, she has a show I forget, but on TBS that has a bunch of people who worked on The Office that produce it. Um, that's been successful and it's critically acclaimed. But she's apparently producing a new sitcom that's supposed to come out on AMC. The working title currently is Kevin Can F Himself, and it's based off of the failed sitcom Kevin Can Wait, starring Kevin James from CBS. Where between season one and season two, they just killed off Kevin's wife because they wanted to put in uh, the actress that Kevin James was with in King of Queens. Because she finally got out of the Scientology church. Yeah. Yeah. She was tied up in there for a and while. And they were like, King of Queens was great. So let's just make that show again. But how do we get rid of the wife? We kill her. Yeah. I'm curious to know, like, is this going to be, is it going to be her character that I, it's going to be yeah. based off of? Or is this going to be like a, like a alternate reality so of like th- hey we follow this woman since she's been canned from <laughs> james's shitty show so from my understanding it's not going to be following the um it's not going to be following the actress but the character okay okay um i don't know if it's going to be like uh exactly the character because i don't know how like with copyrights and that stuff would work um but if they, it's just, it's, man, it's they're just supposed to be from the wife's point of view. Yeah. Of, I think, a sitcom like Kevin Can Wait. Okay. Right? Because it probably won't be the exact names, and Kevin James isn't going to be in it. But... Oh, it, no. Really? Oh, I'm definitely not going to watch it now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's... it's <laughs> The show aims to deliver the serial comic point of view of the sadly stereotypical TV sitcom wife who must forever put up with her disproportionately schlubby goofball husband. Okay. So okay. it's definitely all satirical about the sit, the sitcom norms of the, you yeah. know, John Belushi character archetype. Yeah. And she came from Parks and Rec, so she's very familiar office, with yeah. overused archetypes yeah. and unf- unfunny mm-hmm. shows. Dan. Uh, no, you, um, you shut your so, damn mouth. Anyway, uh, but yeah, that Parks should be Rec, good. Do you think that there would be anything that, like, would you want to see a show from any other... <laughs> Any other? Because this is an interesting concept. This is a very interesting concept. Seeing a show from a different character's percep- perspective outside of the main character. Yeah, and I think specifically with sitcoms, it's really interesting. Yeah, because the whole show revolves around the protagonist. Yeah. So then to have like a backstage character then that's put brought to the forefront, it's going to be funny and interesting. Do you do you see any other shows that you'd want to see like, or would you want to see any other shows do this? Uh, I think it would be awesome to see Always Sunny from the waitress's perspective. Oh, that would be more like sci-fi, though. That would be like a horror. <laughs> you could call it these guys again. These guys, yeah. <laughs> this guy just continues to like stalk me. Yeah. And yeah. I also think Family Matters, but from Urkel's parents' point of view. Oh, were they ever introduced? No, <laughs> they were always talked about, but never introduced. Oh, that'd be interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Because they were like big scientists, and so they were always like researching or gone. Yeah, I always think like to me where I would go is uh, it'd be a, it'd be two characters, but um, Kelly Kapowski's shower doesn't count, Brett. Oh, damn it! Yeah, that would have been a great role though to see that all from that perspective. 
the where I would go though is um Cliff and uh uh from Cheers. Oh, okay. Cliff I, and, I was uh, afraid you were gonna say Cliff Hustable. Yeah. Oh no, Cliff and Norm. His lawyer's yeah. perspective. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> Cliff and Norm from Cheers. Okay. It'd be funny. Those were always the funniest guys of that show yeah. to me. And just their conversation and everything like that. I would love to see a show just around their bar conversation. Like what yeah. they talk about. Like the drunkard and then the overly intelligent drunkard. Yeah, and it's interesting right now because we're kind of getting this with the Connors, the reboot of the Roseanne reboot. Yeah. After they killed her off to a fentanyl overdose. Yeah. Is yeah. that how they killed her off? Yeah. Wow. They yeah. weren't going to go easy on her. <laughs> no. It's going to be a sandwich or something. Yeah. <laughs> Was it? It's a sandwich of fentanyl. A rogue sandwich. Was it accidental, or did she do it to herself? The overdose. Do we know uh, how? It I don't know. I don't watch that show. Okay, yeah, I don't think I don't anybody. Care. And who gives a shit? Uh, so I have a suggestion for a different perspective from a from a sitcom. Yeah. How about The Office, but from the business that works in the same office but downstairs? Uh, the Refrigeration. And it's, and it's a. It's a training video, and it's just constantly interrupted by <laughs> shenanigans from the office upstairs. upstairs. <laughs> that would be interesting. Yeah, yeah, that like that would be a funny concept too. Is just how in interruptive these people are in yeah. the lives of just normal well, people. Community did an episode like that where it's um, talking about all the other characters, and you see them trying to like reserve the study room because they never actually book it. Yeah. So because if you've watched Community, it all takes place in a room in a library. That they never reserve apparently. So it's there's one episode where it's taught going through all the different times that other p- characters on the show have tried to reserve the room, <laughs> and they walk by and they see the different shit happening inside there or being interrupted. Yeah, and it how oblivious the main characters are to everything else that's going on in the outside characters' perspectives. Yeah, you, you which is Dan Harmon, which is of course that's why that episode exists. You know, you could also do like a, a really <laughs> funny thing about like I think they touched upon it, but they never went for it for an episode, but like these assholes that are always at this table like friends oh yeah, yeah like you know the the coffee goers in central perk that are always like man these guys always take this table well you know like, if, why do they have dips go, on this table if you if you do a friends perspective episode from a uh, gunter that becomes like a uh, murder drama like waiting to happen oh it's very similar because he wants to stop Rachel what you're saying is it follows it either proceeds or goes after uh charlie's it's silence waitress. of the lambs yeah the really. waitress yeah. uh the Waitress series. Because Dunner's Dunner is a murderer. Well, so is Charlie. Uh, Dog. He means yeah. well. That's why I say before or after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Riverdale, Sabrina, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I think the last one, which we talked about before, is I would love to see the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, but from Jeffrey's perspective. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Just him running chores. Just that. But all the secret shit that they alluded to him getting into. Oh yeah, uh, like okay. how he was running parties with like the other the wait staff. When he goes on vacation, he rents out the room that Phil and Aunt Viv want, and he's just having like an orgy weekend the whole weekend. And it's always a rush to get prim and proper back through yeah. the door. Yes, yeah, like, the I'd, last second. I'd like it to be like Breaking Bad, and he's running like some kind of crime. <laughs> yeah, how Empire? do we know Empire. that yeah. back in the house selling, yeah. selling coke? Yeah, all right, meths and fish sticks. Yeah, he's the dealer <laughs> to all of the Banks's affluent white neighbors. Oh, yeah. There it is. There's yeah. the show. And then the whole, the banks is just getting murdered and he, and one he day. And he was set up in trying. the pool house, right? And that's where his operation was running through. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be funny. I would actually see that. That's actually, a, we should probably write this. We should. Before yeah. Hollywood steals before it, just from take us. it Because they're not very creative these days. Yeah. Uh, lottery makes. Definitely. Yeah. So. Well, uh, John, thank you for joining us today. Thank you. Yeah, it's brother. It was great having, having you. Yeah. Thank you We're for pull you on more educating often, us on uh, some UK 
information traditions and I knew that they didn't have a fucking Thanksgiving bread. <laughs> this yeah, Brett. Hey man. You can't believe so this American guy, of me. Right? Just to take anything. There, there's a reason why we left the UK in the first place. I feel a phone call to ice coming up. <laughs> yeah, it's, hey, it's <laughs> yeah. coming real quick. You better Get that green barking up a wrong tree. <laughs> Dangerous tree here, Hooper. Yeah. But uh, it was great having you on, brother. Yeah, yeah, thank you for being so available to do this too. We're gonna have you on in the future too. Again, so uh if you guys see Brian, please let him know. Yeah. We, uh, and we have we, a big announcement too. Real we, quick, we care about him. Yeah, big announcement too. Uh, Truxton Mile. We've had him on frequently the last few years. It's a country band of ours located up in Bakersfield. Alec, um, you know Ryan, Taylor, all of them. They're they're great. Good yeah. job getting all the names. Oh yeah, they're great. I, was a I mean, there's a few other one, a few other room too. But uh, they just released a, a single out on iTunes, out on Spotify. Great music if you're a country fan or if you're just a fan of good music in general. Uh, Never Happened. Check them yeah. out. Trust it's the only country band I like. Yeah. And their their new single, Never Happened, is on Spotify, iTunes, all of those uh, distribution services. So check them out. Truxton Mile, T-R-U-X-T-O-N-M-I-L-E. Uh, great, great band. We've had them on. We'll probably have them on in the future. So Yes. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, stay tuned. And Yeah, uh, and if you uh, miss us throughout the week, you can find us at pop underscore not soda on Twitter and Instagram. John, do you have a, a Twitter or Instagram you like people to follow you at? Or? Yeah, I have an Instagram. It's hoop easy. Nice. And I won't spell go. it because I can't remember. Um, <laughs> but if you're really bothered, you'll probably find me. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> Just look for the British guy under hoop easy. It, trust me, it's going to be the one white British guy under a name like that on Instagram. <laughs> Uh, make sure that you've liked and subscribed to us on Facebook. And for more episodes like this one, you can find us every Monday at popnotsoda.podbean.com, on Apple Podcasts, and on Spotify. And, and until then, as Brett says, we'll catch you on the flip side. Boom. Now, John, what, does, does Britain have country music? They do when I'm driving through the streets. <laughs>